gentlemen, it's Muscle Simmons, damn One star, we in. Hey, welcome to the Bamfcast. Hey, Bamfcast. Episode 55. Yeah. We should not have driven this 55. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. So, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. And I'm The Beach. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamfcast is we watch a shitty movie. Then we come talk about said shitty movie. Then we rate said shitty movie. One, two, five jocks. If it's a good, enjoyable, bad movie. After robot jocks. Yes. Or if it's a bad, bad movie, it gets one, two, five bags. After Twilight, as in douchebags, if it's just unwatchable. Which may yeah. be where this one might might go. I'm just, spoiler warning. I don't think there's any doubt about that one. So, this is one of those cases of hearing a title of a movie and thinking, damn. We have to see this. We have to see this. Good. This has got to be good. Because we watched Deathbed, The Bed That Eats. Damn you, Patton Oswalt. Yeah. Damn you. Well, just the so f- crazy, it just might work. Just, well, yeah. From 1977. And, um, yeah. So let's let's start as we always do. Let's get a plot synopsis out of the way, and then... Why don't you take care of that for I us? Might, yeah. I might. I might. We would appreciate it. An artist's ghost watches in horror as innocent victims fall prey to the whims of a demonic old bed originally designed to seduce a beautiful woman. Can an unsuspecting pair of siblings reverse the curse, or will they, too, meet a horrible fate? It's even that. Sounds okay. I don't think they met as horrible a fate as everyone who's actually watched this movie. Yeah. Um. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't know how you screw up a, a, a movie called Deathbed, but... The Bed That Eats. Now I do. Yeah. I mean, I, I should have said, I don't, I didn't know how you could screw up a movie called Deathbed, The Bed That Eats. The same way you screw up a movie called Vampiros Lesbos. Yes. You make it a pretentious art film. Okay. I'm going to say this one thing before we get started. Um, This movie desperately needs to be remade. I think it might have actually (laughs) been. No? I don't know, but it it desperately needs it. Actually, you know what it is? is I think... um, Okay, a little bit of history about this movie is... um, I think the reason I am mistakenly saying it's been remade is... This movie was made or finished in 1977... Never got any kind of distribution. Was only shown at like small, weird, independent film things and yeah, people. It was only on sixteen millimeter for yeah. a while. So it never even got a thirty-five millimeter print made, and basically never saw the light of day for twenty-five years until it skipped VHS altogether and went straight to DVD in two thousand two. I guess that would make it because it said twenty-five years. Yep. So yeah. Um. There Thanks, are some internet. There are some mm. things that just don't need to be seen, and this is one of them. Mm. Uh, so mm. yeah, that's that's the story, and I think that's I think that's where I I got my misinformation. Is I think I saw something in two thousand two, yeah. which would yeah, be the release well, of this. This movie needs to be remade. Okay, into an actual what it should have been. Yeah, like I don't know, Wes Craven, somebody, Patton Oswalt, Patton Oswalt, <laughs> yeah. But he's too busy working on rape stove currently. Right. Stove that rapes. Yeah. Um, so this is like a. This movie is not only was made in seventy seven. It was supposed to be seventy seven minutes long. Apparently, God, that was the longest seventy seven minutes of my fucking life. And I wanted to stab myself in the throat seventy seven times. Yeah, I got to be honest. I knew absolutely nothing about this movie other than the title. Nothing. Period. Mm-hmm. Did not look at 
anything, I was like, it's a bed that eats people. This is it's going to be like any other, you know, evil thing. You know, Chris- and it's going to be Christine with a bed, basically, you know. Honestly, here, IMDb lists it as the genres as horror and comedy. Okay. The only thing that would <laughs> There's remote- no comedy. The only thing that could remotely be considered comedy was the Pepto-Bismol bit. Yeah. Maybe. The wine. Yeah. It was kind of funny. It's funny, but I don't know that that was intentional. Per se, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's anyway. So, before we get off on completely trashing this, let's <laughs> let's explain the plot just a little bit more. But basically, it's a seventy-seven minute long, like student film. Like I want to be, you know, Truffaut or you know, some you know impressionistic weird filmmaker kind we of guy. Were, <laughs> we were saying before the cast when we went to get uh, when we get went to get food. Um, we're making jokes about the 77 minutes. Right. And uh, what was it we said? A swift 77 <laughs> a minutes? Spry. A spry. A spry 77, 77 minutes. minutes. An efficient 77 yeah, it minutes. Was, it was no It was those. anything but that. It was, it's the it was complete the opposite antithesis. of spry efficiency. Right. Well, we, we, we tend to make a joke because we, we usually record these on weeknights and sometimes we're a little... We got jobs. We're a little burned out sometimes on certain days and sometimes the, the shorter the movie, the more happy we are. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we love it when a movie comes under around 90 minutes or less, you know, these are, these usually, are good it, usually it means good things. Yeah. Well, and also the longest one we've done was one of the worst, which was Southland tales. Which oh, yes. was like a solid two and a half hours. Right. Right. Six, seven, something. Yeah. Like that. I don't Thank know. God that one was on a weekend. Right. Yeah. I think 2012 or not 2012, uh, 10,000 BC was pretty long. Wasn't it too? It was. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it was under two hours. Yeah. But I mean, this is, Whatever. I think this may be the shortest one we've seen. Probably, yeah. It felt like the longest. Yeah, it does. Like, I think this, this is this, the shortest one we've casted upon. Yeah, this one and Vampiros Lesbos were really neck and neck as far as like Just, perceived length. Yeah. As far as me going, yeah. my God, why isn't anyone updating Twitter right now? My phone, I can't read anymore. I've gone to every site on my phone. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? The movie is still going. Yeah. Because, all right, like the plot synopsis said, basically what happens is, this is how pretentious it is. The movie is set and broken up into breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And like, the, like the just desserts. Right, that's like the epilogue. At the end. So we basically have a three-act three, three act pseudo-play and an epilogue. And, God. yeah, it's, all right, it's one thing. It starts off, it's like, okay, this is, this is going to be your typical horror affair, you know. Couple shows up to have some premarital sex and they're going to die on the bed. Right. Cause that's mm-hmm. what always happens in, a, you know, an American fairy tale horror. But so that, that, you know, that, that happens. And we're, we're at this point, we're giving it the benefit of the doubt. We're like, all right, this is, we're laughing. Well, this is pretty funny. Considering it started on about two minutes of silence and just like we're, a crunching, gum, like gum, gum, right, gum, what gum, sounds gum. like someone just eating the world's oh. biggest apple. <laughs> yeah. You just hear the crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> <laughs> that's a recreation and, of the first and two it's minutes. seriously it's about two minutes of yeah. black screen with just that yeah instead of like music or anything mm-hmm. else that you would put before a movie and then in big white letters breakfast. breakfast so yeah so this couple and and like everything else in this movie it's entirely too long walking you know to the place and going up to one door and the bed magically locks it and says no and then they go to another door and locks it magically. No, can't get in the house. Because apparently the, the, the bed's been moved to the basement. And cellar. S- cellar, yeah. yeah. And so they, they finally, you know, the door opens for them and they, they go down the basement. And it's this, you know, dungeony basement, very barren. And all there is is this ginormous, like, king size plus bed with four poster 
you know, old school, old, old, old school bed. Like the drapes on it. Yeah, and- the drapes on it. And then there's like a painting of the bed and a fireplace. And that's all that's in this room that is we see like for most of the movie. Stone walls. Right. And so they have a picnic basket with them and they're, you know, they're about to make sweet love down the back of the bed. And she's like, no, I'm nervous and scared and I'm hungry. So let's eat. And yeah, this chick is like the most indecisive. Yeah. She's like, no, I'm not really hungry. I'm hungry. No, I'm not really hungry. As soon as he reaches for food, she's like, oh, I'm not hungry. Yeah, anymore. I'm not really hungry anymore. Come back here. And all this is all after dubbed. I mean, there's, there's only like two scenes I think where they, they film or they recorded sound with the film and it sounds horrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was probably better that it's all ADR because the one scene where they're walking outside on on the stones, I mean, sounds like someone's like literally dragging a dead body through gravel. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. everyone needs to know exactly what these people are walking yeah. on. Yeah, and so they they have this dumb conversation of, oh, we're gonna eat, we're not gonna eat. In the meantime, the bed has taken it upon itself to start emptying the the picnic basket behind them. I bet be hungry, and it eats. It eats an apple, and then it drinks a little wine. Then it opens up their bucket of chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Eats the chicken off the bone. Yeah, and then they kind of look over, and the wine bottle's empty, and the chicken's all just bones inside the the bucket. Yeah, they show them all dissolving in, like, this yellow goo. It it always resorts back to just something is floating in the yellow goo. Yeah, because basically it sucks stuff down in the bed, eats it, and then whatever. And these, Sometimes spits it up. These I mean, yellowy it don't bubble things sort of. I, I don't know if it's it like kind of like um, uh, urine bubble bath. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Or somebody like dropped the keg down the stairs into the cellar and then put it on the tap. Yeah. yeah that yeah. too. So anyway, but yeah, I, we don't know. Is, 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 I don't know if it's like an acidy thing. You know, whatever. It's just these bubbles show up and then things get sucked into the bed and eaten. Let's go with digestive fluid. Sure digestive bubble like the fly but yeah sure. um yeah so they're like okay well that's kind of weird let's go ahead and fuck <laughs> so they do and <laughs> you know they're they're getting it on and, and then gratuitous and, nudity for a split second right and, and then oh no we're, the shades draw yep and then, and nom, then nom, the nom. screaming begins yeah and then the crunching yep and the bed eats them Mm-hmm. It's like Dennett, my mother-in-law. And then, <sighs> what? <laughs> and then, of course, late title. Oh yeah, yeah. Which was late title. Deathbed. Kind, kind of funny because they draw the shades like a like a theater curtain. Mm-hmm. And at, at this point, we're still laughing along with it. I mean, you know, the first the first ten minutes is kind of funny. So far, it's kind of amusing. Yeah, yeah. it's like all right, yeah, okay, it's the bed that eats. And we were like, oh, oh, we didn't uh-huh. know it was going to eat more than just people. We're like, yeah. oh, it ate the apple, it ate the chicken, it's. Really, yeah, it's, it's just a hungry bed. Yeah, it's an omnivore. Yeah, and we're like, it's oh, an nom nom omnivore. <laughs> oh no, I hate you. You're welcome. Uh, it's your your week for that. I was last week. Anyway. anyway, so yeah, um, yeah, and then it just proceeds into this horrible, 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 pretentious bullshit. You know, three girls go out. That's the thing is, like, we don't understand it. At no point does it make any sense why these people are going to this place. Mm-hmm. Like who knows about it? Like why do people know about it? Everyone makes a point of saying like nobody knows where this place is. It'll be a great hideout or a great place to go away. But there's at least six people. Well, you know, and then a whole bunch of backstory of st- people that find this place and go and get eaten by the bed. Mm-hmm. So it's it's secluded and nobody knows about it. But everybody knows about it. The bed draws people to them. Sure, whatever. 
But there's just flashback after flashback after flashback after yeah, with shots the, with of, the picture guy just narrating each yeah, time, never speaking. So just you know, voiceover and his you, mouth doesn't move, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm already tired of talking about this. I mean, it's like yeah, it, it's just I mean, it's weird dissolves. It's you know, it's the stop the camera and start it again. Stuff disappearing and skulls mm-hmm. and liquidy stuff and. Yeah. The bed eats flowers. The bed eats anything you put on it, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just, yeah. And yet nobody thinks it's odd that there's like this perfectly set bed. You know, yeah. Just sitting in a little cellar. Basement thing. It looks like a little shack from the outside. It's one of those, it's one of those magic rooms. Right. Where, you know, the, <laughs> the, from the outside, the building looks like it's about 10 by 10 and then you go inside and it's at least 20 by 20. Right. It's a TARDIS room. Yeah. The TARDIS basement. Yeah. yeah. TARDIS basement. It's retardis. Yeah, so I—I I mean, the whole second half of the, or second act of this, it's just like I—I I don't even know where to start. I mean, it starts going into backstory about how many how, people how, the bed has eaten, like how it got formed. We get the origin story of the bed, like how many how it's eaten people over the years and years and years, and it's really fucking weird. We get spinning. I mean, I didn't even understand the whole spinning newspaper nineteen twenties newsreel bullshit. That made no sense. Uh, that's, remember when the, the painting dude said, blah, 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 um, God, that's retarded. I can't even think of exactly yeah. what he said. Yeah. Basically what he said, uh, he made a remark about how the bed had, um, pretty much eaten up all of its food. It was too greedy. Okay. And that was what the news, the spinning newspaper thing was about, how the bed was eating everybody and okay. drove everyone away. Because it was too hungry. All right. Or something. So, yeah. And then there's this whole long, weird sequence where it's like... I will say the only thing I did like about that sequence is like they showed five newspapers, which were all the exact same newspaper. And they were all the Daily Bugle. Just with a different headline, but the same like photo on the side. Mm -hmm. And one says like... what It said something about like, Mayor looking to investigate. (laughs) And then then the next frame is, Mayor dead. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which I appreciate. And there's also the... The implication is that the bed ate the mayor. Right, right. Somehow, <laughs> is that what they meant? Yes, I'm so glad that is, you. That is exactly. Oh, what I was going to take a college course on this, so I could well, learn to understand. W exposition, but yeah, but well, also, see the bed represents. What's um, awesome though is they didn't even bother. Like the the headline picture is the same in all four papers. The they headline show. picture and the little map to the side. Yeah, like it's mm-hmm. the exact same thing with like pre photoshopped out part with the headline. That's like mm-hmm. the only thing that changed. They're fake Lazy. daily people. Yeah. Lazy so, like I said, the second half is a is a just a chaotic mess. I, I they go through this weird part where this guy and his I guess it's like some kind of weird pimp guy and his prostitute or something get the bed and I I didn't understand this at all. It's like something about that they were trying. I guess to, the guy uh, was kind of like a snake oil salesman type yeah. thing, and but he was somehow sex. saying, yeah, the bed was supposed to cure impotence of some kind. Yeah, but he like he plugs it up or something so it shocks or vibrates or we don't really know he's just yeah. got he takes the bed outside and has this long extension hey, cord f- you can fit that bed through that door sure yeah yeah that that made perfect sense but um yeah it's like there's this whole weird sequence where it's like he's got the bed outside and he's just standing there like on the roof looking down at the bed and this this seems perfectly normal and guys come up and sure get you know the bug bed gets plugged in and the whore goes to town and then this happens several times, and up until there's this great big orgy, and that's when the bed decides to eat them all. Mm-hmm. So, 
This is the most boringly filmed orgy ever. Yeah. It's basically a bunch of people under the sheets just kicking at them every once in a while. Right, right. Yeah, it's just like, and it just goes through this whole long sequence of the artist guy telling you, like, way back in time, it ate this person. Here over here, it ate this person. And probably the two most horrible actors I've ever seen grace the screen with the, I don't know what the fuck they were supposed to be, like 30s gangsters on on a hideout or something where they're playing cards in the bed. Oh, yeah. I mean, the guy had like why, the Dan- why two grown men are sitting on the same bed playing cards? Yeah, and the one guy's anyway. got like the Daniel Plainview mustache. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. it's fucking weird. I mean, uh, yeah, and they oh, I think the only good thing about that is that they end up like shooting the bed like right in their crotch. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it just starts eating but them. They don't like, even oh, like no. they didn't even bother to put blanks in the gun or anything. No. The guys it's, just like if you were shooting your Could crotch, it? would you want to shoot anything? They didn't have to be shooting at their crotch because they, yeah. they film them from the waist up. So it's like they could just be aiming the gun anywhere down beneath them. Yeah, but it's just like click, click, click. Yeah, but they're not even like clicking it. They're Bang. just like doing the little shake your arm Bang. thing. Yeah, it's just. And the guy says something like, oh, no, the bed's eating me. Yeah, it, yeah, it was it was horrible. <laughs> it's like, like one of those like, oh, like, like literally with the inflection I just used. Yeah, pretty much. That's that's what I was saying. They, they were I mean, to say they were bad in this is that just shows how bad they were. Mm hmm. Yeah, so all that happens, and then all throughout this whole second half, there's there's three girls that have gone out to this place, and it's like the bed doesn't want to eat one of them because it reminds them of the original girl, which we haven't even gotten in the origin story, which I'll cover as quickly as I possibly can. I don't even want to. I don't want to, but <laughs> we have a strange duty to the world, I guess. Ugh. But anyway, Just to so, keep people from watching this. Yeah, I know. But that's why I'm trying to explain this as much as I can to save other people's pain and suffering. So he does, it doesn't want to eat this one girl because her eyes remind her of the original girl that helped spawn the bed, if you will, the bed's mother. And then he's angry. But he eats the, the one outcast girl that apparently tagged along with his ride, whatever. So there, that happens. Because mm, she's snackalicious. Yeah. And then there's this whole extremely long drawn out sequence where this one girl gets like half eaten by the bed. Like her, she goes up to about her torso, but she pulls herself out. Mm-hmm. And then you get this like it feels like it's 10 minutes long at crawling, least long, like with, with like completely dead legs, like, you know, just dragging herself across the floor and then up the steps and all the way to the door and halfway out the door. And then the bed goes, Oh yeah, I can like totally use my sheets to just yank her right back into the bed. Thus wasting the prior 10 minutes of her crawling to the door. He forgot about that part. Yeah. I kind of wonder if somebody was like, well, for it to count as a real movie to get distribution, you it's got to be at least an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> sure. So they were like, shit, we're like at an hour 13. Yeah. Crawl slower. <laughs> Crawl much. How slowly. Much, and the thing is, slower. it's it's not even like a cut. It's like one long take of her yeah. crawling all the way across the room, up the stairs, and moaning the entire time. Yes. It was probably supposed to be, you know, cut, you know cut portions out but right. like you said they just needed to fill another couple in. minutes out yeah. okay so all that happens and and we're left with um the one girl who kind of reminds the bed of the original chick which now i'm going to explain the original chick basically the origin story of the deathbed is is this demon creates the bed because he wants to bed down this actual living human girl so he takes human form but still you know, apparently fucks her and his, you know, his demon mojo is too much. It kills her and he gets all emo and starts crying on the bed and cries these demon blood tears on the bed and it takes on an evil life of itself. There. That's the whole origin story. That's all you need to know. Mm, yeah. Now imagine that explained for about 10, 15 minutes. 
Yep. So, in the in the meantime, also the one chick who reminds, you know, about the alpha chick, the original chick. Uh, her brother is looking for her because apparently she runs away on a regular basis, and grandmother or somebody is telling her, "Go find your sister." And so he's running around trying to find them. We only see him like one scene, and then comes back later at the end of the movie. Magically found their car somehow by calling information and getting all the information in the world. Apparently, from information. From information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, he shows up. She's sitting in the corner, rocking, doing that. Oh God! Oh God! I just can't leave. Yeah, she should be I'm sit- too traumatized. If it were a modern movie, she would be sitting in the shower. Right. Right. Just rocking. Yeah. Back that, and like post rape scene. Yeah. That yeah. you've seen some bad shit. Yeah. Shower. But yeah, so she's just sitting in the corner, really never try. She never even really reacts to her friend being half eaten. Just kind of like, really. oh, how do you react to that? I, really? I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> how does you one go? Cook? Fuck! <laughs> ben just fucking ate my friend. Fuck! Yeah, you act like a normal what human being. What the fuck is going on here? I guess yeah. she instead she just goes and sits in the corner. Yeah, like, maybe oh. she had a fragile psyche. Oh. Actually, the 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 painting guy did say that her mind was yeah just wrecked. just past just past the point of what it can take. <laughs> so yeah, so. If I'm just past the point of what I can take, yeah. I'm picking up a fucking axe. Yeah, most people are. And I'm that's axing what, that's my, that bed a few questions. That's my point, is she's just sitting there like, oh, that kind of sucks, but my friend got eaten. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh dear. But yeah, so brother oh, shows geez. up, and of course the bed lets him into the room because he needs more flesh to eat. Hunger. Yeah, so he shows up and is like, all right, fuck. Uh, you know, there's some blood and there's some crazy shit going on. Obviously it's the bed. Oh, because uh, we, there's this bizarre another one of the many bizarre things in this there's an eyeball rolling around on the bed yeah i missed an eyeball and it, and I guess. it sounds like a fucking marble rolling around on a hardwood mm-hmm. floor so he's that's like what eyes sounded like yeah, so the bed the really i mean the, the girl wasn't gonna say shit she's she's whacked out she wasn't gonna say shit but the bed's like oh, i gotta fuck with this guy obviously so the bed's like well, let me just go ahead and show my demon cards and get him out on the table here and uh and that dude's just like i'm never doing like, acid again yeah. fuck <laughs> Fuck, there's an eyeball in the bed. Well, good thing there's a butcher knife in the picnic basket because I'm going to go stab this bed because that'll obviously take care of it. So he goes, stabs the bed. and Yeah, stabbing a bed. Pulls back two bony stump hand things. Yes, after a protracted battle with trying to pull his hands out of the bed. That was intense. That's another three, four minute. That was intense. She was not much help. No. She, she actually kind of looked like she was sort of trying to push him in. Yeah. yeah. I hate my brother. Yeah. Eat him bad. Remember that time you held me down and farted on my face? <laughs> <laughs> Take this. Deathbed, bitch. Yeah. So eventually they show his hands yeah. sitting in the uh, the yellow pee. Yeah. With <laughs> the deathbed acid pee. Yeah. With the acid pee. And yeah. Eventually he pulls out two skeleton hands. And he's just at no point is he kind of like, oh, fuck my hands. Yeah. He's just kind of like. <laughs> It's like a surgical operation. <laughs> the endorphins have kicked in yeah, at that point. Apparently, it's kind he of was in shock for quite yeah, a while. Yeah, so you're gonna have to. You can. They're just gonna fall off one by one. You'll have to take them off. So whatever. Apparently, this was like the best thing ever. This guy's hands just sent the bed over the edge because it apparently has to take a long bed nap. Well, every ten years, the demon has to sleep. Apparently, okay, and sure. When the demon whatever sleeps, the pl- the whatever bed loses for the its plot, power. they're like, "Oh, I guess we hit that minute mark. We can wrap this up now." And so now, apparently, apparently, painting guy can now communicate. He's been right, s- right. sitting behind this painting the whole time, and now he can talk. So he tells whacked out girl that, "Hey, you gotta, you gotta cut hey, these crazy girl. Hey, you, gotta, you gotta cut these circles out in the, in the dirt outside, and and some inside the place, and um." Yeah, we're going to transport the bed outside and, and kill it. 
And she's like, All right, you know, obviously, sure, yeah. Whatever you say, painting guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure, believe the guy behind the painting for, yeah. who's been there for a hundred years. Right. So yeah, and then the painting guy's like, "Well, I didn't really tell you the whole truth. Yeah. You're gonna fucking die." <laughs> I left out the part about where you, you die. Yeah, that was quite possibly the best part. Yeah. So so it, at least you're gonna burn to death instead of getting eaten by a bed. Yeah. yeah. So bonus points, I guess. Yeah, painting yeah. guy's a dick because apparently all they had to do was bring back the original chick. By killing this chick and letting her take her place or something. So that okay. the original think, chick that's buried outside can fuck Stumpy. Yeah. Stumpy, right. Stumpy makes Stump inside the circle. And by doing that, the bird, the bed, the bird, the, the bird. bed, the bed bursts into flames. Yeah. And movie uh, over. I guess what they were saying was the bed. Uh, it was Oedipus bed. Well, what brought him into this world? It was Oedipus take, Rex. Oedipus Rex. <laughs> yes. Um, what brought him into this world can take him out. <laughs> okay. You know, fucking. My mom has threatened me with that a few times. I know, that's generally the... I brought the you this world, I'll take you out. That's what I just apparently don't... that chick said to the bed. It, yeah, and it she worked. never said yeah. a word, so... Yeah, Stumpy, she, she, she just drags Stumpy into the middle of the of the burning And she really thing. doesn't actually have sex with him. She just kind of kisses him and lays her big ass on him. Okay. That's at least that's what I saw. I was yeah. well. Nobody had as big an ass as they thought. I think this was supposed to be a four by three. I don't think we should have been watching it wide. It was. It's from a sixty millimeter print, so you, it, it's that weird. You can't quite tell because never mind. Oh no, yeah, it's it looked like shit. It's technical shit. It's like it sixty millimeter like is not shit. widescreen, but it's not square either. So when you transfer shitty old movies like this, they're always going to look weird and stretched out. But whatever. Yeah, she still had a big ass. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it was still vertically big. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, the chick had a big ass. What can I say? A badonka. So I, I have explained more about this movie than I ever want to. Than know. anyone ever has. I know. I just than anyone deserves to. I Except for the intro to this, they there was an, an introduction by oh god Barry, whatever. We stopped it. Like we thought it was going to be funny, like John Micklethor in front of you know Rock and Roll Nightmare, where mm-hmm. you're just like, hey, I'm John Micklethor, and this is Rock and Roll yeah! Nightmare. Yeah, enjoy the DVD. Yeah, and, and then this, this guy explains like, like he's like apparently he's got his daughter pointing a camera at him. He's just like, so uh, it took us like five years, and then my daughter went off and was going and doing, and he's just going through his and whole then fucking on the life internet, story. Yeah. I found somebody he's explaining who how hyperlinks movie. work, and <laughs> he's like direct draw. direct clicks. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> direct clicks in his. Sometimes mind. when the server does not pr- we should have the site you're looking for, you get when, a four hundred four error yeah. and. Yeah, four oh four. In case you don't know, that means that means the internet's broken. <laughs> so first off, you yeah, have so a computer. So we shut him off after about five minutes yeah. of him talking. You got your TV with the typewriter there. <laughs> so we didn't really get and the story yeah, of we, how deathbed we should have known at came this to be point distributed how this movie was going to turn out because this guy couldn't shut the fuck up. Well, it could have been you know like uh, like Tommy Wiseau level genius, but. What, that he was some kind of strange, bizarre genius in his own mind? Some sort of strange, bizarre genius accidentally. Oh, okay. But yeah, I mean, this guy, like I said, this guy's just tangent after tangent explaining how the fucking internet works. And I'm on this Sharp as a bowling this, ball. this website, and I clicked a link, and I'm on this website. Yeah, I clicked- How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> what a country, huh? Yeah. yeah. Apparently some guy from France really wanted to see Deathbed. Wow, which he knows his name because he's... Probably the one guy. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. I mean, listen right now, internet. We're three guys. Three. Three guys from America, which is much better than France. Oh, it's the magic number. And we we want I Come in Peace on DVD. Yes. That's all we're asking for. 
Yeah, and some f- French fuck <laughs> face <laughs> gets, gets this, this on DVD. Yeah. Some headbutting soccer hooligan <laughs> wants some this piece of shit on DVD and gets it. Chain smoking, bread chewing, cheese smelling, <laughs> beret wearing, pencil thin mustache. You forgot sur- surrendering. <laughs> Surrender monkey. Yeah. Lost our French listener. <laughs> Which was we this didn't guy. want our French, French listener. Guy was. He was actually on a, on a daily basis googling deathbed and take, yes. intaking. He anything. actually has a Google alert <laughs> in between yeah, writing death threats to Patton Oswalt. Right, right. So we're on that list. Sending now. season awesome. assist letters about yeah. rape stove. So email is at bmf at bmfcast.com. Yeah. If you're Frenchy. a if you're a smarmy smug French bastard, yeah. Call anyway. us on the Garfield hotline at 910-5-JOX-BMS. We actually Operators are standing hold by. no ill will towards French people. Just this one guy. <sighs> yeah. It, Anywho. I think we've... Smarmy French bastards. We've spoken enough about this. I think so. Let us rate it and never speak of it again. Okay. Gee. I wonder what Mackie's going to rate it. Gee, I do wonder. Well. Just say it. All five. I five steaming bags from yeah, Mackie. I cannot ever tell anyone to watch this in any capacity ever. Yeah, ever. That's the definition of five bags. There's for me. one person. Is like, there's nothing redeeming that anyone can ever get out of this. No, but there's one person who will probably love it. That French dude. Well, I mean, and one person that we know, Barry, whatever, who made it, <laughs> George Barry, George yeah. Barry, Greencapped would probably like this. He's probably already seen it. It's probably too popular for him. <laughs> it's probably... <laughs> oh, oh, snap. Yeah, there we go. I'll get, that'll get a response. Yeah. Ah. Uh, uh, he's going to light you up on, on the Twitters. No, I'm no, sure. I'm just... I'm pondering my rating. How, Me too. What is there to no, ponder, no, 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 you fuckers? I'm on the cusp. No, what is there to ponder? I just don't know that I can quite go five. I don't know if it's four or five jocks, man. <laughs> it's so close. I'm gonna flip a coin. I'm I, going. I'm going four. In the meantime, I can't quite do five. Why? Justify your non-five. Um, there's just enough funny and dumb in the beginning that it like happening. See, like I'm basing against my other five baggers. Mm-hmm. The happening was fucking retarded throughout. I got zero enjoyment out of that movie throughout. Twilight, same thing. This at least had that one jock bit at the beginning. Just like like in sheer concept alone. I mean, just just that yeah, that, that brief promise that we're going to get deathbed, the bed that eats proper. Head heads, it's five tails, it's four. I'm leaving it up to up to sheer up, chance, up to fate or chance. Or Let whatever. fate decide. It's a loud ass coin you have there, sir. No fate but what we make. What did I say? <laughs> you said head was five. I, I can't even see what that is. It's tails. It's No, it's five. <laughs> you said heads was five no, and you, tails was four, right? Yeah, it was It was that one. Five. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. It was five. <laughs> Whatever. It's Rewind a steam- this tape. It's a five. It's a, it is it, a five. It's a steaming pile of shit. Like it I said. Is. It is. Yeah. I just 
you know, do you even, want a unanimous five bag? I mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm not in any way endorsing. We're not trying this. to argue. I'm not either. I'm not, I'm not trying You're to endorse this movie. Upset. I'm, I'm angry that he only gave. I'm not endorsing this movie in any way, shape, or form. I'm just no. saying that mere like first scene where it's like, okay, if it had just continued with that throughout the whole movie, I mean, up to the late title card movie. That's a that's a movie. That, that might have gotten into Jock's territory if it continued that way, because that's what Deathbed the Bed That Eats is supposed to be. Not a fucking, like, 80-minute student film. But it took a steaming pile I know. all over the beginning of the movie. I know. I'm just saving the worst of the worst for, like, no redeeming quality. And this is pretty damn close, but... Yeah, I... Okay. Yeah. We can't... He can't make it unanimous, but... Yeah. I, that's I, all I got. I, yeah, I have to go with five on okay. this one. I just... Did you fell asleep? Did you fall asleep for like shorter than shorter than normally? Yeah, <laughs> you know it was just it was a little spot in between where mm-hmm. she gets dragged away, or yeah, where the girl gets is crawling out, and then I kind of flashed in and out for a bit until yeah. he started stabbing the bed, and then I all I can uh, tell I you is up. it's an hour and fifteen minute movie that felt like three. Yeah, yeah, it did. It felt like a long goddamn time because I guess I have less threshold for pretension than. Just about anybody. So, and I guess I've seen enough student films where it's like, I just go, <laughs> it's like it doesn't actively make me angry. Oh, it makes me angry. Okay, okay. So yeah, let us never speak of deathbed. That's fine. The bed that eats people. Let's put this to deathbed now Ever and take a break. I agree. Welcome back. So I can have the band cast. Here we are. Let's do this. Yes. Let's talk about better things. Okay. First of all, should we chastise the people that gave us that movie? Right. Um, I, I knew before, somewhere back in the the, in the history of, Bath, of, of history. emails. I I knew this didn't just pop in my head because I, I wasn't sitting around watching random Patton Oswalt routines or something like that. But uh, two people come to mind here. We have Heather, who I believe. Um, one of the first people to recommend Star Crash, I believe, uh, among, you know, she just kind of gave us a list and also Steve B another, another list situation. So I knew there was some reason it entered into my brain, not just like, Oh, deathbed. So to you two, we say, yeah, we should have taken, uh, Steve, I think was also one of the first people to recommend Jim Cotta, but we should have taken the other one that was on his list, which I, re- I referenced, Somewhere in the back of my mind, I knew this, uh, that he recommended Chopping Mall. Mm. That's a T-Straw favorite. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, that's what I thought Deathbed was going to be. You know, like, bed that kills people in kind of a horrific, comical You're way. so wrong, so, sir. So wrong. So wrong. Anyway, moving on. We don't want to talk about that anymore. Let's talk about some other movies. Yeah. Who's seen what? I rented The Book of Eli this weekend. Oh? I saw the entire thing. Wait, what? There's a whole movie? Yes. A whole movie. Huh. Not just the last half hour. Did you Netflix that shit or? Uh, Comcast on demand. Uh, How much did that cost? Is that my girlfriend's place? Five bucks. Fuck that. They didn't have it on streaming anyway. Jesus. See, I really really need to like bring my Xbox over there and just use that as streaming movie machine. 
Yeah, something you, like that. Right. When you get your new Xbox, you need to take your old Xbox. I'll probably do take that. the old Xbox experience. Yes, over there. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I. I what do you think? I liked it more than I should have. Because it's it feels like a throw. That sounds right. It feels like a throwback to kind of those, um, you know, like the mid nineties, really monochromatic sci fi movies where I'm, like usually you wouldn't recognize anybody. In yeah, them. I was gonna say I'm trying is to remember it really, is it, something. Is it sci fi like that? Kind of. It's it just feels. Like I didn't catch the first part of the movie, so I don't know. I don't know how. But it's it's happens. like it's all yellow and really blown out. Okay. You know, it's like black, yellow, and white are the colors that you get through. And brown. The majority of the movie. But Denzel's really good because Denzel is basically really good in everything. Denzel, right. Um, it's got your favorite Gary Oldman. Yes. The main bad guy. I know. Well, there are two of them. It's got your favorite Gary Oldman. Yeah, my favorite. Not my least favorite Gary Oldman. Of all the Gary Oldmans. No, it's two of my favorite actors right Oldman there. So, favorite. I mean, when I saw the preview, I was like, I'm all over this. And then it just never happened. Still hasn't, apparently. Yeah, it's kind of, I don't know. It's, it's one of those that it has all those elements. There's some really awesome fight scenes there's a pretty cool long shot you know like children of men style thing in the middle of a big firefight where they go back and forth between you know the two sides that are shooting and is that the outside inside yeah through the window part that i was talking about yeah yeah and then that one's pretty cool i mean it's a little too gimmicky because they like can't play it straight like children of men did where it's just kind of like we're just following them yeah. You know, they have to do like the, oh, well, we're going to follow the rocket into the building, you know, that sort of thing. So it's like, eh. so it, it kind of, it comes I, close I, I to working like to really point, well. I still like to put, point to Boogie Nights more than Children of Men. I know you love Children of Men, but Boogie Nights had a more amazing long shot, in my opinion. Well, you could point to any Scorsese movie before that if you really I wanted know, to. I know, but so. I'm just saying, like, I mean, Boogie Nights went into the pool and continued going. Anyway, move on. moving on. Yeah, we'll debate the whole. Single long shot. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, so there's some fun stuff like that in there. And like BJ said, there's a pretty good twist that I kind of didn't figure out, but made me want to watch the movie again. Okay. And, but yes, I think there's something not quite satisfying about the way it ends. It's just kind of like, almost like it feels almost like they ran out of money and just said, okay, well, let's do this instead. And so that's kind of the ending you got. And, you know, obviously I didn't rent the DVD or anything, so I didn't see any of the special features or any of that stuff. It's just kind of like, hey, we watched the movie on on demand. So, but I mean, I I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. There were some some fun action scenes, some decent explosions. Denzel does a good job. Gary Oldman does a good job. So, okay. I would, I would definitely, it's worth a rental. I'd that say. girl from that 70s show wasn't as terrible as she should have been. Yeah. What girl from... Uh, Mila Kunis. Oh, she's in it? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Like I said, and, she wasn't as terrible as she should have been. And Jennifer Beals is in it, too. What? Yep. Oh, sold. There you go. Oh, um, and um, uh, if it weren't midnight right now, I would go watch it right now. And Tom Waits. I mean, I am so excited. Yeah, one more guy. I just can't hide it. Um, It's not Brent Spiner. No. Um, Not Brent Spiner. <laughs> Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm McDowell. It. That's right. <laughs> For some reason, it, it the Malcolm McDowell, the, not yeah, not Terrence Stamp, what, oh, right. <laughs> not Terrence oh. Howard. No, Terrence Stamp Howard is not in it. It's actually Malcolm McDowell. Mm. Yeah, I don't know why Brent Spiner popped into my head. Uh, probably because they look kind of similar to what Brent Spiner looked like in uh, Independence Day. That's it's it. like the crazy white hair, right? 
Thank you. Thank you for putting that together for me because I would not you would have been not able have to been put, able to put yes, that together. Yeah. But somehow you managed to mine the depths of my mind. You know, I actually have a <laughs> Malcolm McDowell movie on my list of movies that I've seen. Really? To kind of talk about briefly. So it's a welcome to the Malcolm McDowell cast. Yeah. Malcolm McDowell cast. Terrence Stamp says, fuck you. Brought yeah. to you by Malcolm McDowell. Says Neil before Terrence Neil Stamp. Neil before Terrence Stamp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, Neil before Terrence I, Howard. I, I enjoyed it more than I should have. Okay. It's kind of, it feels, it's close to being one of those guilty pleasure movies where it's like, I really shouldn't like this any as much as I do, but I did. So it's going to be kind of like the postman for me. Like there's absolutely no reason I should remotely like that movie, but I've watched it more than once. No, it's not like that because there's some good, I mean, there's some really fun action scenes. There's some quality there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not like the, it's not like it's terrible. It's just. It's very monochromatic and very fatiguing by the time you get to the end of it. Okay. But I still I still had a lot of fun with it and liked it. Right. I can see why a lot of people don't like it, though. Okay, then. So what did you take a peep at this weekend uh, or this week, Harlow? Well, I'll just very, very, very briefly talk about, uh, to make the Malcolm McDowell connection. I don't have much to say about this, but uh, it's one of those movies that I'd kind of... It's, it's almost one of those I remember from VHS days of seeing the cover for years and years and years and something about the cover making me go, I want to see this for for no discernible reason. But it's a movie called Time After Time. Ever heard of it? Any Anyone? Is that the when one with Christopher lost? Reeve in it? No. I will no, that's you. somewhere in time. Oh. I shouldn't know that that fast, but I do. Time no, this time. is... um. What is Time After Time? This was made, time it's very, time. I want to say very, very late 70s. Show your true colors and tell us about Time After Time. 1979. Um, Shakedown. It is basically this uh, hypothetical, uh, Malcolm McDowell plays H.G. Wells. Bully. And uh, David Warner plays, basically, it turns out he's he's Jack the Ripper. And Jack the Ripper is secretly friends with you know they don't know that he's jack the ripper that he's just like one of their doctor friends and they call it all the gentlemen of, of victorian england like get together and talk and jack the ripper steals hg wells's actual time machine that he built and comes to the 70s comes to like 1979 when the movie takes place and eight but and hg wells like travels in time to catch him basically because he's like the only one that knows he's actually jack the ripper that's basically the plot of the movie. Wow, that actually sounds kind of bizarrely fun. Was yeah, it good? It's it is it is bizarrely fun. How many stars would you give it? Uh, it's it's slightly it's like average, maybe slightly it's above. Such a dick. <laughs> it's actually slightly what? It's maybe slightly above average. It's it's so kind of funny. Would like, you give it three and a half out of nine stars? <laughs> I'd give it three and a half out of five. Three and a half out of five. Okay. The the only the, the weakest link, and it's like, oh dear God, please shoot her. Is um. Uh, Mary Steenburgen is in it and she's fucking terrible. I mean, beyond terrible. Like, it's like, how would you rate her performance in stars? I wouldn't. You would give her four bags, wouldn't you? I would. Maybe five. <laughs> no, she's just like the biggest. I'm getting this all down for Metacritic. This is basically like, you just want to strangle her. You want Jack the Ripper to catch her and strangle her throughout this whole movie. So but Jack the Ripper doesn't strangle. He rips in a he's like Hulk Hogan in uh, No Holds Barred. <laughs> he he rips it up. He's a ripper. Yeah, I'm probably shitting all over somebody's you know like childhood favorite movie because I think this has like one of those weird cultish followings. Of yes, my favorite movie of my childhood was a movie about Jack the Ripper where he travels through time and then H.G. Wells tries to catch him. What, what think about that statement? What made you throw that movie in just out of curiosity? Like, how did you end up at 
the friggin' plot? That sounds awesome. It sounds awesome. No, but I mean, like, the, like the, of you all probably, movies, you probably, I have seen your instinct. You cue. have probably seen this cover back in VHS days, over and over. I mean, I remember that. I cover. am now looking at the cover on the iPad. I have never seen that cover okay. before. I think it's like I a, a hand painted like time, you know, uh, pocket, uh, watch pocket watch that just says the title of the movie, and it. I mean, it it, it, it looks like the cover of like Time Bandits or something. You know, it's yeah. very vague about what it's about. It's just interesting to me because I've seen your instant queue and it has like 275 items in it. Right. And this was How do you this has been in there one? for like a year. Yeah. And it's I was just finally like, end. I was finally like, you know what? I'm I'm going to watch this, whatever it is. I really don't know. I mean, I knew that was the basic plot, but mm-hmm. anyway. That's cool. Just Malcolm McDowell is like really, really good in it. And Mary Stream Virginia is fucking terrible in it. And it's just. If she wasn't in it, it would be much, much, much better. Because hmm. he pulls off a very cool, like, gentlemanly guy from so the Victorian area. So you would give him a 78 <laughs> or so 79%? He, so you're saying he should have been in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Yes. Yes. It would have been that much better. Sure. That no. would have brought that movie up to a There was nothing wrong with Sean Connery. It was everything else about that movie. Sean Connery is probably the best part of that movie. I've never seen it, so okay. I can talk about it. Shooter! All I know is I'd read... I'd read the original series and was offended. Okay. By the original series? No. Oh. By what they did to it. Mm. Oh. Anyway. Anyway. That's all I have to say about that. Okay. Yeah. The only other movie I will quickly throw out that I watched that I just find funny. Well, all right. Sorry, too. One very quickly is, I don't know how long it's been since either of you have gone back to try to watch Demolition Man. Ha. No, I haven't. It's been a while. It's been a while. It does not hold up. It screams mid nineties. What year is that movie supposed to have taken place? Uh, that I don't know. I think is I, it I know it was released future. in ninety three. Yeah, I think I think they did one of those like you're in prison for like fifty plus years because I think they wanted to do that pretty good separation where it wouldn't become a jokey fake future too quickly. Mm. But yeah, it's just I forgot how much that movie screams nineties. I mean, down to like Wesley Snipes is like every time he's fighting, they have like this little you know like fresh prince like you know break down jazzy jeff shit really yeah i like i don't remember that at all <laughs> yeah wow anyway this makes just, me want to watch it i know is it's it on just, netflix streaming it, it is oh i'm gonna have to do that then yeah that's I, I i didn't make it very far i was kind of falling asleep and i was like demolition man will keep me up and it's like no it won't <laughs> but yeah and then the only other thing i watched fully on uh netflix streaming is havoc starring Anne hathaway's tits <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's about all I have to say about that. It's a movie where you can see that and you don't have to watch Gay Cowboys. All right. So That's that. always preferable. I don't have a problem with Gay Cowboys. I have a problem with that movie. I think Brokeback Mountain is extremely overrated, but that's a whole other subject. 2032 for Demolition Man, by the way. Okay. Fast approaching. So for about 40 years. Right? Yep. Yeah. But anyway, so Havoc, Havoc is absolutely ridiculous. It's, uh, yeah. It's a bunch of suburban kids acting really gangsta mm-hmm. and, you know, trying to join various assorted gangs. Like that really terrible Jamie Kennedy movie. Yeah, but they play it seriously. Like that really terrible Jamie Kennedy movie. <laughs> I, I thought that was a comedy, wasn't it? Uh, oh. Are we talking, what movie are we talking about? Uh, Kicking it old school? Yeah. Oh, wait, Is that no. what you're talking about? No, he's talking about the other one. Did he try to make a serious movie? No, No. there was the one B Rad (laughs) or whatever. Was that his name? Yes, that was. I can't remember what the. I don't know Hollywood. It's like Beverly Hills rapper. Beverly Hills. They they play the straight face like they're make they're telling a real story about the plight of you know real disenfranchised white suburban kids. 
Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Or something, yeah. And Ain't nobody that lives in Beverly Hills is fucking dif- disenfranchised. Well, That's all I'm saying. So what you're saying is if, you if go- Anne's going to show her Hathaways, she should have done it in a better movie. Sure. For her sake, yes. For our sake, you, can, you can laugh at this movie and move mm-hmm. on with your life. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll look and, at and Anne you'll Hathaway's move on titties. with your life. <laughs> and, you, and you see just the, the disparaging pit that, that Joseph Gordon-Levitt had to go through you know, to come. Oh, wow. Know, he's to, in that? Yeah, to build up to something like Inception. <laughs> you know, he had, to, <laughs> he had to go from Third Rock to Havoc to, you know, 500 Days of Summer to eventually a real film. So, but yeah, he, he plays a, a, a especially funny, tweaked up, yo, kind of vanilla ice style character. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Good time. Exciting. That makes good me laugh. not want to watch this movie. Oh, ever. You, you probably shouldn't. But it is laugh out loud. Funny. You're just saying I should go on the internet if I really want to see Anne's Hathaways. Sure, if you want mm-hmm. to save yourself about an hour and a half, go to MrSkin.com or somewhere you don't have to pay for. BMFCast brought Ooh. to you by MrSkin. How about you turn off Safe Search on Google <laughs> and do no. it for free? BMFCast brought to you by turning Safe Search off on Google. Well, anyway. there was one other one you wanted to talk about. Was there? That you oh, mentioned. oh, shit! Oh, yes, yeah, there we go. A BMFCast worthy oh, movie. Okay, so. There we go. Here comes the grand finale right here. He's got his hands on his hips. We we did a spoil cast on Paranormal Activity, right? God, that was like a year ago. Yeah. So, we weren't real big fans. No. We don't understand the hype. We've seen the found footage things before. It's played out. It's not even like they did anything no. overly super original. I think people... Blair Witch did it first. Yeah. So, I just decided, because I was bored one night, that I was like... I'm in the mood for a scary movie, and specifically, I want a, I want a paranormal, you know, ghosty kind of scary movie. So I'm flipping through the horror section on Netflix, and there's Paranormal Entity. Looks almost exactly like the Paranormal Activity cover, and I'm like, this this is this has got to be an Asylum Films thing. Mm-hmm. Nowhere nowhere blasted on it doesn't say this. It it's just trying to catch you, and I'm like, let's give this a try. So. <laughs> Because you're that kind of guy well, who just like, does that. Well, no, you should look at my instant cue history. I've got like I've got a hundred movies that have five minutes or ten minutes of watch time because I'll just start <laughs> something and be like, no, no, this is this is not happening. So I started up and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is straight up ripping off Paranormal Activity. And then it starts to dawn on me. I'm like, I'm not hating this. I'm really not hating this. And it's the primary reason why we complained about Paranormal Activity in the first place. I didn't hate the people. It was so they the, actually did a good job of well, establishing. They're not they're not super likable. I mean they're they're very B movie-ish in that like I'm not buying everything they said, especially this this breaks it down a little bit. It's basically the plot of this one is the there there's a mother who's lost her husband about a year ago and her two kids that live at home. And the mother is all distraught and starts trying to do things to talk to the husband. So she thinks what initially starts happening in the house in the house is her husband trying to make contact. And then they start to realize it's more, it's more, it's more David. Yeah. And the mother is pretty terrible. I mean, just as an, as an actress, she's not very good, <laughs> but the kids who are the primary focus of the movie are both pretty good. It's like the, the son is the, is the guy with the cameras, but he's not, you don't want to punch him in the throat. Like every time he speaks, you know, I'm like, Whatever Dusha yeah. McDusherton's name was, right, like paranormal right. activity. So, like I said, this this is not going to win any awards, but in a lot of ways, this movie is better than Paranormal Activity, if nothing else. But because the the, the characters are more likable, I mean, 
it it in no way, shape, or form even has the level of pizzazz that the low budget paranormal activity had. I mean, they were every single like ghost trick that they do in this movie is very explainable by like, oh, there's a you know somebody hiding behind the couch there and wiggles the chair or whatever mm-hmm. and there's this one point where you know the tv turns on it's like oh my god how did that happen and it's like remote control <laughs> but, yeah it's just the dog sat on the remote again mm-hmm. yeah i mean there's and the phone rings several times in the middle of the night you know just like i said it, it's it is not a good movie but in many ways it is better than the actual movie that is ripping off and that maybe the first time asylum has ever pulled this off plus the plus they pulled the the full there are no credits, but they take it a step further. Like I think after paranormal activity, there was like a period of black and then they show the credits. Mm-hmm. This had nothing until the, like there's about 30 seconds of black after it's over. And then a little tiny logo at the bottom that says, you know, copyright 2010 asylum films or whatever. I bet all the people that were in that movie are pissed. Which one? Oh, cause there's no credits. Yeah. yeah. But people anyway. get worked up about that shit. Yeah. They probably knew going in. They probably said, we're going to play the straight, no credits. Hmm. But anyway, I'm not saying it's a good movie, but if you you could waste your, waste your time worse ways at spending an hour and 20 minutes, hour and 30 minutes watching this to compare with that paranormal activity. Like I said, at least you won't want to punch it the people in the face. better than paranormal activity. Put it on the box. BMF guest. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm not sure if we've talked down about the... About the... The, the mockbusters? Yeah, the mockbusters. That's it. I don't know if we talked down about them before, but, you know... This just may be the you first know, if time they, where... If they manage to do it better than the original, yeah. then fuck, good job. That's what I'm saying. That, 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 this is probably the first time this has ever happened, you know, in their history of doing things. You know, I'm sure of, it's of not the for them. first time. Well, I mean, they... First time that we know of. They tend to pick on the pretty high-profile movies that they can't begin to reach in budget. I mean, like Transmorphers and shit like that. I think we still need to watch Snakes on a Train. Okay. We do. Something tells me BMF they could pull, they could pull that one that. off. Okay. They might could. Probably a whole bucket load of rubber snakes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyway. Indeed. Man, I'm seeing some movies that I, I... I'm looking through the IMDb list of stuff that's opening in December. The movies that are opening in December, I, I, I'm interested in. Tron? Uh, not even Tron. You don't fuck with Tron. Wait, Tron's not on your want-to-see list? It's not on... It's not that it's not on the want-to-see list. It's like the, the movies that I'm... That I didn't know about that oh. I yeah that I'm interested in. Um, one is a True Grit remake. Yep, with the, from um, the Coen Brothers. By, by the Coen Brothers. Wait, with what? Yeah, yeah, with Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. What? Yeah. Because apparently How did I not know about the, this. The John Wayne one is not very faithful to the book, and it's not that they were trying so? to step on the John Wayne thing. It's that they just wanted to make a one base more on the book. Kind of thing. Yeah. Hmm. Much like, I mean, sometimes that fails. Like the whatever douche nozzle made the shining for the TV. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Actually, I, I, I know strictly by the book and I, make a terrible I, movie. I know Stephen King fans that really love the Stephen Weber whatever. TV version of it. I, I, I don't. I'm not saying that their opinions are valuable. But I kind of don't trust people that are Stephen King fans anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, because his stuff is doesn't trend. It just in my opinion, it does not translate well to film directly. Ah, okay, ever. yeah, yeah. Well, f- for film, no, because it not relies on stuff where you have to be picturing it in your head. Yeah, after, after reading a chapter's worth of descriptions about a twig. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, but 
but yeah, none of his short stories make yeah much pretty much put him movies. together with Frank Darabont. You got pretty much gold. Yeah, mm-hmm. generally speaking. But uh, True Grit, and there's another Gulliver's Travels movie with Jack Black. I'm not. I'm, I just wanted to mention. Let's this. Let's say no on that one. Because yeah, really, no, really. I'm I'm probably really? gonna end up seeing uh, Social Network this weekend. Yeah, I because of the Fincher. That's the main thing that's got me in that one. The Fincher, uh, Fincher, Fincher and Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, Aaron Sorkin. You know, I've never watched West Wing or any of his stuff. What was it? Sports Night was that the other one? Yeah, well, he's done a bunch of things. Yeah, I, I I'll admit I've never watched any of them, so that part doesn't have me, but. Really awesome trailer plus Fincher means, yes, I will watch this. Yes. Even if I know how it ends because I You're actually living. read the internet. Oh. Hey, a, a douchebag invents something and makes a bunch of money on the backs of hundreds of millions of people yep. by stealing their information. Print it. Pretty much. They're going to print fucking money with this movie. Did you just I like a... Uh, I love that that guy's worth like $6.9 and he rents his house. He has not bought his own house. Hey, you know, it's cool, whatever. Doesn't Let Me In come out this Friday, too? It does. You going to see it there, Mr. Harlow? Someone let you, me you, you're the one. You're the one who's email. seen the original and really liked it, from what I remember. Yeah. Um, I have it in my Netflix queue. I have I have mixed opinions. I mean, it's it's weird about that. I, I It's like I, I really don't want it to exist at all. Because, the remake? Yeah. But I've heard I've, some I've pretty heard good things glowing about reviews it. Yeah. about it. But I'm, you know, you also have to take into account: is this because this is the first time people have seen this? Like, did they not see the original? Because no, but there are people who have been comparing it to the okay. original. Well, and saying, yeah, I, I, I can't see myself going out and paying money to see it, honestly, because it, it feels like supporting something I'm not in favor of. Mm-hmm. You know, where while I might like the final product, I just don't want to encourage that. Yeah, like I can't read subtitles to re- make a whole new movie. Yeah, what's thing. the? Yeah, I think it's too soon. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we we've kind of had this conversation. I, I believe there are movies like, that need to be remade because there are serious things beyond language barrier that just don't translate well, like mm-hmm. social situations and things that we as Americans or whoever the audience is getting it remade for just don't understand. I mean, like as much as I love, I've, I've said this before, as much as I love Battle Royale, there are things about that movie that just don't click a hundred percent. That a, that an American remake could be interesting or fun, yeah, or semi necessary. I'm still weird about them remaking Girl with the Dragon Tattoo already. That yeah. movie's only like two years old. Wait a minute. Is the remade one the one that just came out? No. no they're making like... No, apparently David Fincher is attached to remake the a movie that only came out like two years ago. Yeah. The, the thing is, it's like... Because it, it, it just showed in the... Um, I know. In the Five Points yeah. Theater. Yeah. They're already talking about a US remake. What the fuck? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. See, and they did that's Death the at problem, a Funeral. Is, is they're going too quickly with all these things. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's like, what oh, I Oh, that made some money. Um, shit. Basically, but, Hollywood has gone from remaking well, old movies. Well, the whole the girl series is like really strange because it's like well, apparently know, the, the books are super popular. Well, that's what that's what I mean. It's like it's it's a very weird progression of how it all happened because it's like the movie came out and I think if people were like, "This is kind of interesting," a couple of people saw the movie and were like, "This is good," and all of a sudden it's like that movie kind of spawned Americans reading the books. And then the, the you know they got really into the books like you know adult Harry Potter kind of thing, like everybody's talking about it. And then it's like people are now going and discovering the original movies and watching them and realizing that they're good. 
And, and so now they're going to remake and, them and, to make a buck off. Them. Yeah, but that's what that's what I, I think that's going to fail miserably because I think by the time that's happened, people are It'll already already passed. Yeah, they already have consumed as much as they need to consume and seen the original because they'll be done. I think with the last movie by the time the American one gets made. Yeah, and you know I'm generally not against people making making a dollar here and there, but um, in some cases I hope they fail miserably. Yeah. I, I have, well, like I said, I, mean, I have a principle or two. There's that's that's a very strange one. I mean, and that, the thing about let let me interrupt, let the right one in is like there's not really there's not really a reason not to see the original other than they're not speaking English. I mean, other than what I've read is you not completely understanding the plot unless you've read the book too. There there are certain things that they kind of gloss over, but you know, I just both of those just don't seem like things that need American remakes. You know, there's nothing socially awkward about yeah. something that's foreign to us beyond the language. Yeah. Well, um, death at a funeral. They remade that in yeah, short that, order. That was a British movie, wasn't it? Yeah. And it turned those into a, it turned into a, what a Martin Lawrence comedy. Yeah. I, that, those are the things I don't understand. Like I, I was, I was completely anti the office until I actually sat down and watched it and realized they were going to take a different, Right uh, path with it. I mean, I was furious with the American Office after the the pilot because it was a direct remake of the pilot of the British one. I'm like, fuck this! They're just going to watch this and and not have a yeah. British accent. Yeah. And then when it did its but own they, thing, it was like, but yeah, they they yeah. actually took a real right. American cultural feel and a different storyline, yeah. different. And different then that's something because that's that's similar dynamics. That's, but they, as they say, you know, situational comedy. It changes from week to week, and it can right. be current, and it doesn't have to be timeless. You know, so. I mean, the office is not going to be funny ten years from now. You know, it's going to—it's like it's going to be Seinfeld. You're going to have some laughs because there's some some timeless things, but there's going to be a lot of jokes. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, that was funny then. Yeah, but yeah, movies. It's mm-hmm. like you know, there's not a lot of reason as I can see. I I don't know. I don't know what the what the right answer is. If they happen to make a good movie out of it, I I don't know. There's already a good movie. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of strange. But. How about uh, how about Secretariat? Anybody excited about that? Nay, I never saw Sea Biscuit, so I'd be lost. I would think. Yeah, it's kind of a. Oh, is this the secretary that worked for Sea Biscuit? Yes, it's yeah. a. It's actually he a, took all of his oats. James Spader it's, it's in a, this one. It's a. It's a pre. <laughs> yes, it's a prequel. It's about love and horses. Yeah. Is Maggie Gyllenhaal in it? <laughs> Gyllenhaal. Oh, is, oh, is it? A, is that that? Is it a sequel to that? <laughs> I don't know if I want to see Except that. Except with horses. Oh mm. no. Don't spank the horse. <laughs> what? I don't know. A serial killer returns to his hometown to stalk seven children who share the same birthday as the date he was allegedly put to rest. And this is Secretariat? <laughs> no, this is <laughs> my soul to yes. take. It's a, oh. the Wes Craven flick. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> I can just imagine, like, someone's walking their house. It's all quiet. Yeah. <laughs> they turn around, all of a sudden, all, they just hear... <laughs> and then you hear a scream <laughs> Horse he's coming for you <laughs> Oh and another remake I spit oh. on your grave uh, yeah. I, I don't know anything about it but uh, It's just an infamous video cover I've never seen the original Writer retreats to an isolated cabin in order to work on her latest novel After she is brutalized and left for dead by a group of men She sets out to exact her revenge by trapping her attackers One by one 
Yeah, it looks shitty. You don't need to talk about that one anymore. Is there an original? It's probably by the yes. Michael Bay movie company. I, I don't think it is. Anchor it's, Bay? It looks super, super low budget. It may right. be, but yeah, it looks horrible. Kaboom. Well, I Spit on Your Grave, the original is just known for being like ridiculously violent. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's scene. like, it's like rape like, scene after rape it's scene. It's kind of like the original torture porn. Yeah. It's like the original hostile type yeah, thing. Pretty much. But rape like stove in the late 70s. <laughs> rape <laughs> stove origins. Yes. <laughs> And I have to say, I am kind of embarrassed, but I am slightly excited about Jackass 3D. Just because I think it's the stupidest thing that they could do with 3D. Okay. And so I'm happy that they're doing it. Like like you think maybe this will be some kind of death knell for 3D? Possibly. I kind of want to see it. Okay. But, you know, it's So like, you're in that same weird situation as I am with the remakes of like, uh, do I see it because I like it, but I don't want to support it, but I don't want to not see it, but... I want to support I want to support retarded stuff in 3D. Okay. I think. Then why didn't we go see Piranha 3D? I wanted to. I okay. just I just couldn't make it. Yeah. Couldn't make it. it. They always had a weird a, yeah. a weird time, like 10.30 on a Thursday. I'm going to tell you, I couldn't justify paying like 15 bucks to see Piranha 3D. That too. That's, okay. But seeing it, on a week, seeing it on a yeah, weekday, it you save like a couple, I gonna lie. couple shekels. I don't know. I, yeah, I, so I want to see Jackass 3D on a Wednesday. Okay, we can make that happen, sir. I, I think I, I think I can make it. Yeah, happen. but yeah, social networks tops for me this weekend, and if maybe I'll, I'll hit one of the five dollar outings for Let Me In. I just, hmm. just because it's like I, I, I just kind of a morbid curiosity to see what they change or if it's good or you know just make a snap judgment about all future remakes. <laughs> Americanized <laughs> remakes. Are you going to see the owl fighting movie? Um, no. The, the Zack Snyder's owl fighting Guardians movie? Guardians of Gahul. Yeah. Which is Gano. Gano. Fucking idiot Gano. <laughs> what about Red? Is that this weekend Robert Schwenk. No, that's a couple weeks off. Yeah. Red, I think it's... Who, who wrote that? Is that, a, is that a Warren Ellis thing? It was originally Warren Ellis, but apparently like... It has the movie version is nothing. Not, yeah. I guess it's not rated R. I mean, either. maybe they kept the main guy's name. I don't know. Is it rated R? Yeah. So it's one of it those is? extremely oh, loosely sure. based on the comic book movies. Yeah. Okay. But I, I I like the concept of uh, retired hitman. Well, Helen Mirren kicking ass. Oh. That kind of yeah, and then yeah. apparently uh, Paranormal Activity is getting a sequel. Yep. For some reason. I'm kind of curious if it's the same people or if it's. A new story, mean, like if they're people. tracking down the girl from the first one. Oh, oh. If it's that sort of shit. Or that if, would... Or if it's like a completely new, hey... New found footage. Here's more paranormal activity. Probably. With different people. I got. I'm not going to lie. I requested, like, our city to be one of the cities that gets the free screening, which will never happen. But why I'm like... You, I like free. No, because I like free. <laughs> oh, and I'll, free see, I'll see a movie for free to talk about it. Which is why I watch shitty movies on Netflix to have something to talk about. Good for you. Yeah. We're all better off for that. Yay. Yay. Any other what things else? on the horizon that you wish to bring up? Hmm. Oh, uh, oh. Der, uh, duh. Denzel Washington, Chris Pine. Oh, fuck Rosario yes. Dawson in Unstoppable. Yes. If you have not seen the trailer for this movie, I've seen the trailer. Bamcast audience, go out and see this fucking trailer. And it is amazing. Yes. A thousand times, yes. That's the train with no brakes, right? I'd pay full price it for is, that movie. It is not just a train with no brakes. 
It's a train with no brakes that's carrying tons of lethal stuff that's, that's heading straight for another train full of school children that's heading into a densely populated town that's going... Oh, and it's, it's speeding it's up. It's not just explosive, it's chemical weapons. Yes. Or, you know, like chemical stuff. It's Wasn't that a Calvin based and on a true story cartoon at one point? Based on a true story. What? The, the movie. The t- what? It has be- based on a true story. Did it story. say that? I don't yes. believe you. I don't believe you. Yes. I don't believe you for one second. And our boy... Our boy Ethan Suplee's in it too. Oh, oh yeah, he is. E. Big awesome. E, yeah. Big E apparently getting smaller. E, good job. Yeah, riding bikes and, and shit. It's your guy Tony Scott directing. Hell it, yeah, so. fucking Top Gun. And my girl Rosario Dawson. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. What? Sure. I I do believe she is in that movie. We've been chatting on the internet. Yeah. Oh, you have. Oh yeah. That's cool. She, she was the bomb in Clerks too. She yeah. contacted me. Word, on bitch, Clerks too, like a motherfucker. I saw kids a bunch of times in college. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> I was sober for any of them. I'll I'll let her. I know. think you might have missed the point. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend who thought that was a documentary. Oh. And I was like, think about this for a minute. If people are filming documentaries, you have to like sign releases. And he's like, Yeah. I'm like, who would let some guy like Telly who would let their daughter be filmed losing her virginity to this guy? He's like, yeah, I see your point. Uh, so, well, why were all the cameras like handheld? Shaky. Yeah. Handheld shaky cameras. Then uh, I'm like, never mind. Let's not talk movies ever again. And so we didn't hmm. go watch CSI. You fuck. <laughs> Unstoppable. Based yes. on a real runaway train incident from May 2001 when a 47 car CSX train left a Toledo, Ohio rail yard without an engineer and wasn't stopped until it had run 66 miles through three counties. Fuck. So they wait, may, they why did I not hear about this and why did I not have a copy so of that So you're video? telling me the train doesn't crash into the they other train and kill have, the kids and explode the it, town? It doesn't say they what They may have embellished in the, the truth a little, but that's okay. But for great justice. I thought Denzel was on the train. Denzel oh, is the train. Be. Hmm. King Kong ain't got nothing on his train. <laughs> Denzel's train? Yeah. Cool. You got to stop this train. It is not an option. Yes. Mm. So is Tron filmed in 3D or is it going to be Tron, one of those I post-production believe, 3Ds? I don't know. Considering most of it's going to be CGI, I think it Have might to be post post-production why wouldn't they i mean if they, if you're gonna do it 3d you might yeah as well. i mean well, why would you film with 3d cameras for a bunch of people standing in a green screen room like the whole movie except for the opening bit just like the first one i don't know yeah i don't know man because then it'll make the 3d even more 3d year <laughs> well like i said it'll it, be extra normally 3D. i would i would completely agree that you need to use 3d cameras but not in a all almost all cgi movie you got to catch that shit in 3D. Catch the CGI bits in 3D. Mm-hmm. You got to catch everything. They aren't, aren't they like noses and arms? Exactly. Okay. Isn't everybody using uh, using James Cameron's magic 3D cameras now? No. Oh, there's not very been very many <laughs> the movies. Jackass guy. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> Everybody else is awesome. like, we'll do it in post. Yeah. Hmm. Isn't that the whole reason behind that uh, blue people film? Was to oh, make the, the cameras? The yeah. That's not out yet. That's coming soon. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Is there anything else? No. No. Let's leave. Maybe we've talked enough. Yeah. 
Hey, at least we got to talk about some shit, have some laughs. It was good times. Right. I approve. Yeah, that's our half-assed fall movie preview. Yeah. Oh, is that, that what we were doing? Oh, I guess. You're Damn. welcome. At least I brought something. Right. I tried. We didn't exactly do our normal week to week. We just kind of yeah. Hey, we, well, oh, Yogi Bear. Normals. We could talk about Darren Aronofsky's yeah. ballet film. Oh yeah. Have you Little seen the trailer for this? No. Holy shit! What's Darren Aronofsky's Black Swan? The one with it's Natalie Portman. Insane is what that shit looks like. Yeah, it's like it like that trailer starts. It's like you just think it's going to be a simple revenge ballet thing, mm. you know? And it's like it just starts turning fucking crazy. <laughs> Because of course it's going to. They're not. They're not. Yeah. starts looking. He more does not and more make like, normal movies. No, no, no. The wrestler was pretty close. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, as close as you're going to get. Close as you're going to get. At least for a movie with Mickey Rooney in it. <laughs> Mickey Rooney, number one star yeah. in the world. <laughs> I'm 90 years Mickey old. Rooney. I'm wrestling. <laughs> he Let's do this, Mickey Rooney. <laughs> Right. Okay, fine. Mickey Rourke. Sure. <laughs> Who bears only a slight resemblance to Mickey Rooney. More and more as the days go on. <laughs> they can both say, I was the biggest star in the world. In the 80s. <laughs> Boom, pow, psh, The world. All right. All right, let's get out of here. So. That sounds good. BJ, would you like to tell people very quickly how to get in touch with us? Yes. I'm going to do it in record fashion. Okay. Um. The Joe record, haha. That was very. Um, it was terrible. I'm... <laughs> Are you fighting Wesley Snipes right now? Yes. Are we yes, getting the sketching going? <laughs> Pow. <laughs> BMFcast.com. Twitter.com slash BMFcast or at BMFcast. Facebook.com slash BMFcast. iTunes. Bad Movie Fiends Podcast. Rate, review, subscribe. Most importantly, Garfield phone. Call it 910-5-JOCKS-BMF, 910-556-9263. Call, leave a message, be on the podcast. Done. Peace. Drop the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So send us suggestions. Yes, we need suggestions. suggestions, Topic suggestions, either one. Yeah. um, We're going to, I've got a stack of DVDs of good movies. Whoa. Uh, um, What? and uh, oh, I, I believe do too. you too. Yeah. And um, so we're reissuing the call for uh, second half topic suggestions. Win a that movie. Will, that will be rewarded with a good movie. So do it. And if, if we, we owe you a movie still. Yeah, please. Um, write us and remind us. Call us. We, we sent out a bunch way back when. But yeah, yeah, you can call us too and say, where my movie at? <laughs> at BMFcast.com. <laughs> right. So let's get out of here. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm The Beach. And this is Bamcast Out. See you next time. Word. Word.